This is Rewired Radio with Erica Spiegelman, addiction and wellness specialist, motivational speaker, and author, helping individuals, couples, and families regain a sense of control, leading to personal growth, wellness, and a more fulfilling life. Here's Erica Spiegelman. Welcome, everybody. As we all have heard, recovery is a journey that often feels difficult and lonely at times. And without connecting to others in a supportive community, it's really easy to focus on what you're doing wrong instead of what your victories are, both big and small. My guest today, Jason Turner, is the CEO and founder of Recover Strong, which seeks to infuse the pillars of commitment, connection, and community into addiction treatment. Jason will share his inspiring journey with us and what led him to understand that these pillars are the essential tools to have success in recovery and in life. Jason, welcome to the show. I'm so happy to have you on today. Thank you. It's great to be here. It's so it's so nice to have another warrior for recovery, which I always, you know, I always think everybody that is in this field helping others, they're warriors and, and have so much courage. Um, and it usually comes from a very personal you know, a personal spot in their heart. So can you tell us a little bit about your story and how you started Recover Strong? Uh, yeah, sure. I, um, so in September, um, I was, uh, I turned 14 years in recovery myself in my own sobriety. And, um, Congratulations. Amazing. Thanks. And that started at the end of, uh, of a military career that was lost to, you know, um, my drinking and my inability to, to make the changes necessary mm-hmm. and manage life. And then, um, through a series of events of, of getting sober and, and going back to school, um, at, at about 12 years sober, I moved from Southern Arizona to the Northern part of the state. Sort of mm-hmm. had left where I had left like that home base. Um, you know, I spent a lot of years in, in Tucson, Arizona, um, in sobriety and building a network. And I found myself on a new adventure, which was exciting, but definitely was alone. And, um, I was always into fitness and I didn't really have, um, I didn't really have that group of people that I was comfortable with or that had known me and, and I was in a new town and it was yeah. hard to, to get started with that. So uh, against my better judgment, which now I know was probably the best thing that could have happened to me, I um, I went to a CrossFit gym and mm. it was on, on the recommendation of a friend who totally believed in the, the process and had mentioned some stuff to me about community. And, uh, I had come from a different background, uh, but I gave it a shot because I was at that point, you know, at, 12 years sober where I was alone and feeling kind of bad mm-hmm. and um, mm-hmm. walked in, walked into a gym and uh, pretty crazy is that I, there's a certain, there's a story with dragonflies in my family history that I won't get into. But when I walked mm-hmm. into this particular class, there was three, um, they're, they're plyo boxes that you used to jump on. They're these wooden boxes and they were stacked on top of each other. And there was a mm-hmm. coffee mug that had a bunch of dragonflies on it. Uh-huh. So it was sort That's of the cool. first kind of sign of like, Oh, maybe this is, you know, was, and, um, and I proceeded to, um, oh, and, and really quickly before that, I sat in the parking lot for a while and um, had to call a mentor to get the courage to walk in. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm not in a bravado sense, but I mean, I'm 6'4", 260 pounds. I'm not, I'm not a small person. So, but internally, mm-hmm. the fear was um, pretty overwhelming. So I had to get settled and kind of talk it out and, and do what I had learned to do uh, in my recovery to, to overcome stuff that goes on in my head. So I walk into this place, see the dragonfly. And um, start class, and I'm, you know, I'm feeling like I'm, I'm, I don't fit in, and I'm not going to be able to do okay, and I'm going to look bad, or you know, whatever the, whatever the yeah. thoughts were. Right, and negative thoughts. Yeah, the negative thoughts that were coming, and that critic was really loud. So yeah, 
Um, and of course, I'm not in the class where I'm going to share that with a bunch of strangers, but I'm just sort of <laughs> battling it myself and going with the flow. And mm-hmm. um, this, the process really challenged. Like, there was a lot of, of movements that I wasn't familiar with, and there was a lot of uh, running involved. And at that stage of my fitness career, I was not uh, very conditioned aerobically. Yeah. And um, I remember one of the runs, I was just feeling like I wanted to quit. Like, I really did not. My head was like, you, you're you worthless. You shouldn't be doing this. Doing Why did you come here? Mm-hmm. And uh, an older gentleman, who was quite a bit older than me, um, ran up next to me. And uh, <clears throat> literally shoulder to shoulder, he uh, he just said, I got you. So let's, let's do this. He was done with his workout, by the way. So he was, like, free to, yeah. you know, go do his Help thing. But he... he yeah. That sense of community and that sense of support was like amazing. So he, in the, in, had I known him better and had I been in a different state of mind, um, I might have felt comfortable enough to really like let my emotions go, which would have been tears. Like I was that moved by the gesture. I was just like, wow, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. And um, I felt really uplifted and supported. And it was literally in that moment, I didn't know what was going to happen. I didn't know how it was going to look. But I remember this thought like, this is what my, this is what my client. This is what people in recovery like. This is mm-hmm. this is mm-hmm. what I know of how I got sober. Right? This was like people right. saying, "Don't worry about that garbage that you know you brought in here. Just be with us. Um, do what we do. Go where we go. Um, yeah. And you're right. and you're welcome. And and it was amazing. So that started a, a process of me going, "Well, wow, I got to have more of this." And I didn't know what that was going to look. Like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How interesting. It, yeah. It, and, and and so and so after that, well. I wanted to ask you a couple of questions in between, but, um, so physical exercise, you know, I, I mean, for myself, when I changed my life, I was running and I know how helpful it is because it's, it's, it's almost like a meditation and then you're proud of yourself for doing something and it's, it's, it's mind, body, spirit. It's, it's, there's, it's so powerful to, to create, I think, a, a health and sobriety plan with exercise being part of it. And I just, I always encourage people to do something, get out, move your body. It has nothing even to do with the aesthetic of looking great, even though when you look good, you feel good, but, but it's more about the mental and emotional, I think, clearing and cleansing that happens when you do exercise. Would you say that it, that it's like that for you too? Oh, absolutely. So funny story is that, so the space that we started in where we, where we rented from and that's a whole other story that's pretty amazing. And they were kind enough to give, you know, a bunch of people with addiction issues a chance to like do this. Mm-hmm. And they, they mm-hmm. weren't in recovery and they were just people who, who saw something in myself and thought, well, we really want to, you know, sort of support that movement. And they were sort of scared because they didn't know how it was going to go. You know, there's a stigma out there that unfortunately um, still exists that we're battling hard. But um, mm-hmm. so there's one mirror in the spot that we, and it's not my mirror. It's, a mirror that's used by another class you share space mm-hmm. and so if i had my way we wouldn't have any mirrors in the gym and in fact there's a there's a burpee penalty for looking in the mirror uh-huh. um, so we're really about performance and, and our yeah. motto is we compete with self cooperate with others so uh-huh. it's it's really care how much you can lift or how fast you are or that those we don't even really score our numbers on the board for everyone to see it's a, more of a mm-hmm. personal journey but the constant reminder is, can you be better than you were yesterday? Can uh-huh. you show up? Can you continuously yeah. put forth the effort? And that's sort of the foundation of, I think, a lot of stuff that um, recovering people benefit from as far as I can yeah. show up in the gym on a regular basis. I can show up at work. I can show up in relationships. I can show up for myself outside of me. So that's sort of, uh, I'm definitely in agreement with what you're talking about. 
Yeah, but but it's also not just showing up. It's 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 growing and and feeling better every time. And you know, so oh, it's yes. it's like so you don't get in the monotonous like you know like every day kind of routine. And and it sounds like this pushes you and always challenges you, which is which I do think is super important for people in recovery, or else they burn out or you know they become isolated and you know leads to just different things. So um yeah. So and then I was gonna ask you too that the the physical like you know, a lot of people don't know what crossfit is first of all so if we could just quickly uh, explain that to them um not everybody you know has heard of it so it's just physically i mean i've done the classes it's it's uh very challenging a lot of heavy lifting right a lot of like your own body weight stuff it's it's pretty intense would you say it definitely has a level of intensity and it's um it's a broad domain across a few modalities so Whereas like certain sports or training um, modalities are very specific with, you know, like powerlifting is, has a very like kind of one dimensional or, or, or two dimensional focus on picking up heavier weight, not as much focus on body weight or um, the CrossFit model is really about um, fitness on a broad range of, of activity. And so with that comes this level of intensity, but also comes the opportunity to scale quite a bit of stuff. So the beauty is you can have an athlete that's considered elite in a class with a beginner and with proper coaching and, and, and the right, um, you know, person running the group, you can have both of those people be challenged, mm-hmm. but not mm-hmm. necessarily do the exact same amount of work or the exact same movements because you can um, scale the movements to each individual person. So yeah, there is a mm-hmm. level of intensity and the stuff that we do is really based around um, proper mechanics and movement and heart and the heart rate. The heart rate is sort mm-hmm. of the key to, um, the chemical process that we're after when we're working mm-hmm. with our clients. Yeah. And so to have the community too, I mean, I, I, I'm a big believer that people need some kind of community, whether it is friends or family or AA or CrossFit or whatever it is, it's, it's nice to feel part of something. And, um, you know, even for somebody that is more of a, like a lone wolf, I still think there's a way to kind of find a community. It doesn't have to be, you know, a huge community, but it's just something to feel connected to others and, and relate to others and have others hold you accountable and relate back to you. So I don't, I don't think we talk about this enough when it comes to sobriety. I think that it's just like a given that you're supposed to have a couple of friends, but really a community is a little bit different. It's, it's people I think that really understand um, what it is you're going through that you could be vulnerable with. They really see you for who you are. I think that that is, is super important. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's exactly what, um, starts, you know, we start that process in the gym physically because a lot of our clients, when they first come to us, are, you know, the, the in that reset mode and there's a lot going on internally. Um, so we just ask them to join the group and it's, hey, you're, you're welcome and start wherever you are. Like, you don't have to be, um, you know, a, a really good mm-hmm. athlete. You don't have to have a high level of fitness, but we want you here. And then that starts out to like, you know, and they're going through a ton of fear and anxiety and probably the same stuff that I was going through, which was, you know, wow, right. I'm being judged or these people can't really not be judging me right now. They can't really want me here. And then they find out that, you know, just like I did, that there'll be some high level people in our group who have been doing it a while and they'll, they'll slow down and work with the person or they'll show them a movement or they'll say, hey, you know what, we're supposed to do 50 sit-ups and you want to quit at 30. So why don't you get five more and let's, let's call that good. And it's always right, about right. pushing one more, one more step past where and it doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily mean that you have to do all of the work. Like we're okay with, you know, we're also teaching, um, I always call it the gas pedal and the brake, right? So we're, we're teaching self-care. We're teaching um, the mm-hmm. ability to sort of say, you know what, I'm, this is a little bit too much for me right now. I need to 
or I'm feeling a little bit of pain in my back. So I want to slow down. And and we ask them to use their own integrity to, is that really your motive or are you just trying to, you know, um, to not do the thing that you want to do? And so, um, yeah, yeah, I totally agree with you on that. So, so, okay. So recover strong now is, is your company and are you, are you primarily working with people that are getting sober that are in recovery um, and infusing it with, physical fitness like what what exactly is recover strong it's uh, that's an interesting question because i um i've been working at that answer for a long time so recover strong is a is a a combination of psychological principles um positive psychology narrative theory rewriting your story um mm-hmm. somatic somatic experiencing uh, mm-hmm. cbt we actually do some exercises um that we break down and sort of have modified the cbt model to fit into a physical somatic experience as well as the fit. Um, it's really a combination. It's a group. It's not, um, it's not like we send our guys to a gym and they go work out for an hour and then they come back to us. It's, um, you know, I'm a therapist as well as functioning as the CEO and the managing partner of the treatment center. So I run the group. And so we, we do processing in the beginning of the group and we infuse mindfulness. So there's a, there's a body scan and a meditation walk. And it's mm-hmm. looking at how do you feel physically? What's going on in your head? What are your thought? What's your thought life? Are you focused or are you not focused? And then we'll talk a little bit about that. And then we start the class and we explain the movement and we'll teach a skill so that they have um, some capacity, you know, for themselves to learn, a, you know, a new mm-hmm. movement and feel as if they're progressing. And then mm-hmm. it's about getting the heart rate up for a while and challenging ourselves. And then at the end of the group, there's a processing piece for about 25 minutes sometimes a half hour, where we look at how the experiential process of that group relates to them individually and in their recovery. So, mm-hmm. you know, maybe the focus, sometimes we've done groups where um, we're looking at attunement and paying attention to somebody. So we'll do a synchronized movement where you can't move until the other person. So mm-hmm. there's this mm-hmm. sort of physical process that's happening as well as therapy going on at the same time, which is really powerful. Um, yeah, yeah. And so... So I think that's that's the best explanation. And what we've done is we've taken the Recover Strong model and we've built a treatment center around it. So the main focus is it's not fitness per se. Like we're after that and, you know, that's a part of the group and that's a part of the focus. What we're really after is what you're talking about. It's community. It's connection. It's mm-hmm. um, how do I see myself? Can I rewrite my story? Because the reality for me working with people is that when, when I'm working with a new person in they're looking at their addiction, and I'm sure you've seen this as well. Yeah. The story is so negative, and it's such a deficit, right? And so many right. times they're going into a, a program, or there's a lot of great programs out there, and there's a lot of stuff out there that, you know, is kind of, I don't know, I don't know if it's weird or funky, but it's not in line with sort of what I know to be um, the most valuable. And I think hammering home all of the negative points or extracting how messed up our life was is, is one part of the process, but we don't really focus a lot on that. We're looking at, Bring yourself to this group and let's let us show you what you're capable of, because what we yeah. want to show them is you have a lot yeah. of capacity. You're an amazing right. human being and you have this strength and this power within you. And mm-hmm. we're going to let this format show you what that looks like. And when they start to because I tell you right now, Erica, every person that comes in my group, they'll look at the workout on the board and they'll say, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. And I'll be mm-hmm. like, yeah, you can. And they're like, and no, I can't. I'm, like, I'm, I'm telling you, <laughs> yeah. you can do it. And then you've got yeah. 20 other people saying, hey, you can do it. And we didn't right, think right. we could do it. And right, so let's do it right. together, you know. And yeah. then they finish yeah. it. Every person goes, wow, I did way more than I thought I could. 
And here's the uh, minimum what's going to happen. Maybe they don't complete the whole workout, right? Maybe they have to fall short yeah. of some stuff. If you ask them at the end of that process, did you do more than you thought you could? Every time they say yes, every single time. Yeah. I know it's it's so it's so incredible. I mean, it, it's so powerful to have those contrasts in life. I want to talk to you a little bit more about the narrative. I just want to give give our uh, a shout out to our sponsor, um, who's who has the most amazing uh, green juices and powders. And uh, thank you, Organifi. Organifi is how I upgrade my nutrition when I'm on the road. Every single person needs to have green superfood supplements in their life because even when you're eating really healthy, your veggies lose a ton of their nutritional value just sitting on the shelf for days before you eat them. Not a lot of us have time or the means to get all natural, fresh, organic vegetables, especially when building a business, which is why I love to use Organifi green juice. It's so quick and easy and it tastes so great. Try out their green juice for 20% using the code rewired at checkout on Organifi.com. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com. The link is posted in all of our shows. So Jason, let's talk about really quick the the narrative of the narrative that goes on in all of our heads. You know, at a young age, I think we all see um, our, mo- our moms and dads or brothers or sisters or grandparents or whoever we're raised with or even family, uh, uh, you know, extended family, friends. And and when we see how they act in, in the context of relationships, do they yell at each other? You know, what were the messages uh, uh, to be a, a man or a woman? Um, and, and what is it about body image messages you got? Was your mother always complaining about her weight or was, you know what I mean? These are all these messages, stories, narratives that are planted in our heads. And so I just want people to understand what narratives are. Um, it, Cause like you were saying, when you, when we, we, experience the negative self-talk it really is about an old story you're telling yourself and what i loved what you were just saying is is that you give people a chance to have the contrast of saying like you know how how do i know the light if i don't know what the darkness is how do i know how strong i am if i don't if i don't you know challenge that like we need these contrasts in life and i just feel like that that's what your program offers as well yeah absolutely no i totally um that's pretty much spot on you know the mm-hmm. the narrative that i see a lot is that like the, it's like the the standard junkie loser. I'm I'm really no good, and and mm-hmm. and there's a lack of worth for most people. Like they're not worthy or right. not really of health cap- of strength. Yeah. yeah, yeah, or capable, or you know, all I've ever done is failed, and 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 when things get hard, I always quit. And right, so then we right, start to break right. down that story as to where did you come up with that belief system and what was missing to allow you to feel that way. And so what they start to mm-hmm. see is that there's this sort of maybe it's a delusion that there's they need to be self-made and they need to go out there and tackle the world. And then we sort of look at like, let's take a look at what that really means. Everyone's been given a helping hand. We need people in our life. And it's about looking at different choices that maybe we've made and how do we make better choices in order to bring people into our life that can support us. And, you know, so I go to the gym and I have an experience at a regular gym where it's all ego and people are in the mirror and I don't fit in and everyone's bigger than me and I see them as prettier and I see them as and then you then you come into this process and it's like none of that matters. Nobody really cares. All we care about is are you willing to push yourself and are you willing right. to, to give it a shot? So, yeah, the, that, that narrative for a lot of um, people in with substance abuse issues is really negative. And it is about early childhood experiences, primary caregivers, attachment theory, definitely a part of that, I think. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, what, what did we see? What was modeled for us? And sometimes it's like, well, I've got some people who, you know, maybe they're, mom complained about her, her own weight but the mom complained about their weight too 
right? So they, right, the family right. needed the, the youngster to fit a mold that maybe they weren't, right. they didn't fit, you know? So Yeah, yeah. I know there's just endless, endless scenarios and stories and I've heard them all <laughs> doing this yeah, for so right? many years. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, but but it's but it is really like a very powerful thing to grasp once once you, you become aware and, and see like, oh wow, that's that's an old narrative or that's not that's not my should. Like I, I keep saying I should be some way, but but that's not, you know, what I want for myself. It's just all these little awarenesses that add up to really huge sweeping life changes. So I, I, I just am excited that there's, you know, something like um, recover strong and, and that, you know, it actually does touch upon the mental and the physical and the emotional. Can I Um, add one thing to the narrative regarding the, so the process, like, I think it's really important is, and I'm, I'm a, when I went to school, I really, I really gravitated towards CPT. I loved that whole sort of, it allowed me as I was practicing it, some self-efficacy, like, oh, wow, I, I don't have somebody in front of me just telling me like, what to do, I get to sort of look at, you know, what my thoughts are and challenge myself. But what's interesting is it was a mental exercise, right? So it's me saying, hey, um, I have to find a way to change this belief with my own mind, right? I have to think differently. And mm-hmm. the, the Recover Strong process is the, the, the evidence against the cognitive distortion is undisputable. There's no room for doubt because mm-hmm. I've literally just did the thing I thought I couldn't do. So there's, mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. it really hammers home that, so you have this belief that you couldn't do a box jump and that you couldn't make it through the workout and you physically just did and you're feeling the euphoric effects of the neurochemical process that takes place. And mm-hmm. you have those growth factors and the synapses are firing. And now we're landing on a place for you to start to rewrite that story. And that's, I think, yeah. one of the biggest benefits yeah. of the Recover Strong program is that piece right there. That's amazing. I, I, I wish I'm like, as you're speaking, I'm like, I wish I could come fly over there and go do that for a week <laughs> or well, whatever. You should, forever. you should definitely come see us at some point. We'd love to have you. Yeah. So where, where are you guys located? And, and tell us a little bit where to, how to find you. and We're, what, we're, in, we're in Northern Arizona. Um, our facility, we just. Um, like Flagstaff or where? Uh, Pre- Prescott Valley. So we were in Prescott, Prescott Arizona, but we've moved to Prescott Valley. Um, okay. We actually went from a, we rented space at a gym and we had our therapy offices and now we've put them all under one roof. So when you come oh, into cool. our, when you come to our therapy office, you walk into a gym that has therapists and offices on the, um, the perimeter. So the, oh, cool. the gym is sort of the main floor. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and it's sort of, we, we do our fitness there. We do our groups there. We, is um, this an outpatient center? Yeah, there's an outpatient and, and we're uh, about to open a residential center in about days we're just waiting on a construction oh. licensure okay cool so this was this has been an outpatient program yeah it's been yeah. an outpatient yeah. yes uh-huh okay cool um and um and so so do, do they usually just come from um other places like from other treatment centers or is this local yeah usually yeah we yeah we have uh we have clients from kind of all over and the the northern arizona is sort of uh has quite a few um treatment centers in the area so Mm-hmm. We get quite a few um, clients from other programs. We get them from other parts of the country. Um, yeah. We also have a structured sober living that we, you know, provide housing. So they um, we get we get clients from all over, and they're all various ages. Um, you know, we have clients that are you know in their early twenties, and we have some that are late fifties, early sixties, and they all participate and they all find mm-hmm. a way to be a part of the group. That's what I think is really special. Is that you know you'll get somebody. I'm too old, or I have too many injuries, and we're like, okay, bring them to the gym and let's see, let's see what happens. Yeah, so it's not yeah. That we, we don't, 
we don't make anyone do anything. It's more like, well, let's just see. You're telling me that you can't do it, but why don't you just give it a shot and see how you feel? And they usually right, go, oh, right. you know what? That's not that's not that bad. I actually feel pretty good. Well, why don't you try a little bit more? And then they mm-hmm. find themselves like doing stuff that they've never dreamed of. So. Yeah. And I think that that's, that's where the identity shift comes in. You know, like when, when, when somebody is hijacked by drugs or alcohol or whatever's going on and they're hijacked and, and their behaviors mirror, um, a, a drug addict's behavior, you know, and they're not living in their own alignment. They're not living with their values and, and they're not, you know, physically strong. They're not take, working out, taking care of themselves. You know, all of this goes on for decades or years or, you know, however long. And then, you know, all of a sudden you get this opportunity to, to get sober, be clear, to see what you're physically capable of for the first time, probably in decades for most people. Um, and, seeing that you have courage, seeing that you could be proud of yourself, positive, uh, you know, affirmations back to you and a, a supportive community. I mean, that really shifts the whole entire person. And, and, and I would think their identity, you know, for the better to the point where they don't want to go backwards, you know? So I, f- I feel like this is really just such a brilliant, you know, I always think programs like this are just great because it really does start to, to, so they could say like, I am a healthy man or I am a healthy woman. I'm not that other person anymore. And so what I see with my clients is they, they really attach themselves to their old behaviors. You know, I'm not a good person because I did this, or I'm lazy because I didn't get out of bed for five years. Well, yeah, you were depressed and you were on heroin. I mean, that's why you were not out of bed, you know, but then all of a sudden they're like running and working out and doing things. And they're like, and they're, they didn't know they were capable of it. And and it shifts the, it shifts their, their own identity and how they see themselves. Well, even sort of what you're saying too, like our whole premise is this, we're very strength-based empowerment. Um, We, we attack shame. We don't use it as a tool. We're not, we're not into the modification type stuff. And so it's like the, the narrative for them, even in their addiction, it's like what I always tell them, I'm like, so you lived life and held an apartment and a job with a heroin addiction. Like that's incredible. Like, let's say, like, let's just look at how much energy it took to do that. Now you're free Mm -hmm. from the addiction. What do you think? capable in your life you know and mm-hmm. um, when they start to look they they haven't had too many people who look at them and say you're really a survivor you know what i mean mm-hmm. you're really somebody mm-hmm. who, who was able to do something in life that um is quite remarkable because when you think about what addiction does to have any sort of success whatsoever while you're yeah. under the pretty amazing so and when it i read is, your book my, um, yeah. oh sorry mm-hmm. go ahead Oh, no, no, no. I was just saying there's a lot of people that do have that. And then there's some that, you know, are, like don't get that till they get sober. So either way. Totally, yeah. Yeah, yeah. When I read your book and I was like, wow, this is amazing. Like a lot of the stuff that you were saying, it's like I was like, I kept going. Yes. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Like the science of <laughs> gratitude. Awesome. So mm-hmm. we'll, we'll throw gratitude in at the end of our our workouts because um, yeah. where the brain's Super. at and the, the growth factors, like it really it really hones in on changing those pathways and rewiring the brain and um, Mm -hmm. you mentioned something about like daring to be yourself like your authentic self yeah yeah um, authenticity is a big part of the book yeah well and there's so much delusion about who we really are when we're under the influence of substance abuse and so in addiction and it's like what i think about the physical part is the, the mind is doing all of what it's been doing for so many years but but when we take the body and we show the mind hey look at what you're capable of um it's a, it's a really a process of uncovering your true self. Right. So it's like yeah. another layer and another tool yeah. for that. So I, I, was, I love uh, it. I just drew that connection when I read the book. So I wanted to throw yeah, that Thank you. And thank you for reading it. It's been such a pleasure to have you on. I'm just going to give everybody your details before we have to get going. Um, it's uh recover strong is, is www.recover slash 
strong.com or dash. I'm sorry, not slash dash, right? (laughs) Strong.com. We'll have it all up on our website and it's a granite mountain bhc.com. Correct? Yes. Yes, ma'am. Okay, good. So, uh, everybody, you know, anybody that's in that area, Jason Turner is your contact and recover strong is his company. Thank you so much, Jason. I'd love to have you back again. (laughs) You're listening to rewired radio on radio MD. I'm Erica Spiegelman. Thank you all for joining us today and stay well.